Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Again to City with a Soul. I'm Bishop Designate Brenda Wood Gordon. I'm here with my co-host Amber Moses Ortiz. City with a Soul wants to help protect you and to serve you. We want you to know that we are concerned. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us to City with a Soul. I'm Bishop Designate Brenda Wood Gordon, and I'd like to welcome you once again to our podcast. Tonight, my guest is one of my dear friends co-laborer in the gospel, Apostle Patrick Riley, who also pastors here in the city of Waco, Texas, the city with a soul. I want to invite you to listen to us tonight as we encourage you to hang on in there, to not give up on your faith, to trust God even through what they're calling this pandemic. We know that we have faith, yes, but we also have to exhibit wisdom in this hour because this thing is real. We want you to understand that faith is the substance of things hoped for, but we also have to use wisdom. We have to make sure that we use safe practices. And right now, I want to introduce you to my very special guest, Apostle Patrick Riley. And Thank you, Bishop Brenda. I sure do appreciate um, the opportunity to be here. And I just want to say amen to what Bishop Brenda just said, um, God is real. God is on the throne. He's in control. And yes, we do have to be wise and wise without fear, don't we? Yes. Wise with no fear because God didn't give us a spirit of fear. But um, we just trust the Lord and and thank him for what he's doing. And thank you for letting me be here today. You're welcome, Apostle. I just want us to have a conversation about how you're handling it and how is your ministry handling keeping the encouragement and the faith built up for the people of your congregation and also bringing others in to let them know that during this time when the world is in an upheaval, when the spirit of chaos and the spirit of confusion has been released into the atmosphere and nobody knows what's really happening, but we know God knows. But the world is so in a state of confusion right now from the White House to the outhouse. Everybody's in confusion. What are you doing with your ministry to keep your people encouraged that God has made you under shepherd? How are you doing it to let them know that they can still hold on to God's ever unchanging hand? Amen. Well, I'm just continuing just to declare life. You know, that's the main thing. Um, We're being bombarded right now by negative speech everywhere. That's right. And I mean, it's, it's all over the place. Um, one thing I believe we need to do as a church is understand what time it is. 
I, I, I believe that Matthew 24 is being fulfilled right now. Uh, I'm not saying Jesus is coming tomorrow or the Lord's coming tomorrow, um, but I believe we are living the birth pangs, as Matthew 24 says. Yes, yes. I believe that with all my heart. And we need to understand that, and we need to let the body of Christ know that. But also we need to let the body of Christ know that this is our finest hour. This is this is an amazing yes. time. Yes. You know, uh, we just uh, finished uh, Passover. You know, if you notice this pandemic started during a Passover. So we had a literal That's Passover right. and May 31st is Pentecost. Mm-hmm. So I've been listening to a lot of prophetic voices, uh, really placing my ear on the, on the bosom of the Lord myself. And I believe that spiritually speaking, we're going to have just like we had a literal Passover. I believe we're going to have a, a glorious Pentecost. I really do Amen. believe that. So, um, we just given hope, uh, teaching the word, um, trying to make the word drown out what the world is saying and what the news is saying, what uh, our government saying, all that kind of different things. And, you know, we need to pray for our government. But, you know, God's government will last forever. That's right. It will always right. last. And uh, also, and just trying to be hands-on, um, just, you know, make you know if anybody has need, we're doing our best to yes. help them, especially the elderly right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but... We're just continuing just to show the love of the Lord and stay in contact. That's good. That's good. Um, another question I have: What are what do you, what do you have in place in your ministry to help those with immune systems that are compromised? Like um, in my congregation, I have some people that that have cancer and that have diabetes and things like that. What are you doing to in your ministry to help those where their immune systems are compromised? Cause we're providing masks and gloves and we're, you know, we're doing things like that and telling those to stay at home and not to even attend the drive up services. Yeah. What, what are your ministries? What are your ministries doing? Well, we're pretty much doing the same thing. Uh, we don't have the, the master gloves right now, but that's the best thing we tell them. We, we, we do the Facebook services so they can watch and rejoice, you know, even over, over the Internet. Uh, we had reports of some people, even though they're at home, uh, a young lady was in watching our service, and um, uh, she was in the military over in, um, what's the name, near Colleen? Uh, Fort Hood. Fort Hood, yes. And she got baptized with the Holy Spirit right oh, there, wow. right there while watching. So you know, so God, He's not He's not detained to a uh, a computer. That's you know? true. <laughs> but but I love what you said. I mainly I encourage them that there's no condemnation. If you don't feel comfortable, if you have an immune, uh, you know, a, a compromised immune system, like you said, uh, you know, you know. Please, you know, we encourage them to stay home, God, and we tell them God is right there with them. Uh, we do have hand sanitizer and all that. Uh, we we encourage, the, you know, the uh, social distancing there and everything. So we're doing the very best we can with what we have. That's great. Another thing that um, I wanna I wanna talk about and address because with so many voices being on social media nowadays, we have to cover our people and make sure that they don't ingest. The wrong word. Amen. Because there are a lot of novices out there now, and they're saying anything. Because I've been, I've been quiet. I'm not a really a big Facebook person, but I still visit Facebook and see what's being said. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are releasing words mm-hmm. that are not really valid according to the mm-hmm. Bible. So we have to, as under shepherds, we have to guard the ears of the people that God has allowed us to 
watch over. So um, what are you doing and putting in place and practice with your congregation to make sure that they don't get an unsound, especially an unsound prophetic word? Because in this hour, with a pandemic going on and so many things being released, what are you doing to protect the ear gates and eye gates of your congregation? Amen. Well, I believe in that area, we started a long time ago before we even know there's going to be a, a pandemic through discipleship. Yes. Uh, building a foundation in them, doing the best we can, you know, because we never can control man's heart. You never can control what people are going to do. And you are so right. There are so many, um, there are so many people out there giving words, you know, in parentheses, you know. And one thing I've done my best to talk, to teach, you know, I love the prophetic. You flow in the prophetic. I flow in the prophetic. Yes. The church needs the prophetic. But one thing the church needs to do is we need to teach how to discern what is a true word. You That's know, right. what is a true word? Uh, you know, we're, we're a triune being. We're, we're a spirit. We live in a body and we have a soul. Yes. And many people, they prophesy out of the soulish realm and not out of the spirit. Yes. And they're, they're, they're prophesying so what they feel, uh, what, you know, what, what seems right at the moment. And you can pick it up. You know, you can, uh, I've seen people that, you know, that maybe let's say somebody is uh, talking about them. So they'll begin to prophesy, you know, don't worry if somebody's talking about you down there. And, I go, and I'm like, oh, somebody's talking about them. That's why, you know, so the, this, the, you know, the soulish realm always gives in to that. But if you notice, when somebody speaks by the Spirit, it's steadfast. It's always going to be based by the Word of the Lord. Right. You know, once we get, you know, I always I do my best to tell the people that, you know, that God is um, allowing us to oversee. Always judge everything by God's Word. Always. Amen. Always. Amen. Because not everybody's prophesying by God's Word. Not everybody knows God's Word. That's right. Nobody knows how to uh to divide the word of truth. Not everybody knows how to That's discern. That's came to my mind, yeah. yes. Not everybody knows how to do it. So I always tell people, uh, you know, look at uh, look, look at the Scripture. First of all, is it is it based by the Scripture? Number two, you know, Paul said, you know, we prophesy to men for three things, to edify, uh, to bring consolation, and to exhort. And in the New Covenant, if a, if a prophetic word is not doing those three things, then uh, that's a big red flag for us. Yes. And also, uh, the prophetic, we don't give information, but confirmation. Amen. Because in the New Covenant, we all have the Holy Spirit inside of us. So I shouldn't tell you what to do. I should. The prophetic comes to confirm what the Lord has already spoken to you. That's right. Because we all are able to hear the voice of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I know right now we're speaking over some people's heads. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand that. But um, how, how do we convince those that are not yet on the level that we're on, that they do have the spirit. And I'm talking about the babes, yeah. the young in the Lord. Sure. How do we tell them and and make them confident to know that the Holy Spirit in, is indwelling in them? We know what the scripture says, to study, to show thyself approved. Amen. A workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing yes. the word of truth. Mm-hmm. But if they're not yet where we are mm-hmm. and they're very gullible, and they're wanting to eat from everybody's table. Mm-hmm. How do we stop them and help them get back in that right place to know, you know, didn't you, did your mother raise you to eat at everybody's table? There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, I believe with all my heart is, um, well, first of all, you know, it's going to be, it's impossible to control everybody. 
you know, people are going to, especially now, you know, there's so many, you can listen to, you know, I made a joke dur- during the first Sunday of the, of the pandemic, you know, everybody was online. I said, you know, I said, I bet the church hoppers are happy. They can go to 10 churches in one day now, just go on Facebook, <laughs> you know. But so it's kind of hard to do that, um, to, to really convince them. But what, what, what I would, a suggestion I would give to somebody that's new in the Lord is listen how you, and this is the best way I can I can say it. If something makes you uncomfortable, don't receive it. Just because somebody tells you something's from God doesn't mean it's from God. That's right. You know, you know, if uh, you know, if that word, you know, because you know, Jesus said His words are spirit, and you know, and their life. You know, His words contain those two elements. So, if, after somebody speaks over you, do you feel condemned? That's not the Lord. This, do you feel? Do you feel farther away from God? That's not the Lord. Did it bring fear to you? You know, that's not the Lord. Yes. And also, I let them know, you know, if you have any questions, uh, speak, you know, call me. You know, I do my that's best to help. Yeah, that's good. good. Call me, you know. Because a lot of times, people that are young in the Lord, and even older people, i found, because I I um, pastor people that have been churched before, and they their pastors were unreachable. Mm. That's why we now have to be the church visible. Yes, we have to be the, the leaders have to be the church visible. We have to know, let the people know that we are touchable. Amen. And if they feel like their leaders are touchable, then there's nothing they can't come to us with. Amen. When this thing is over, because the Bible says that the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. There are going to be a lot of people that are coming. I believe that with Absolutely. everything in me. And I believe they're waiting now. They're waiting just for the right timing. We're going to have to be able to take them in and let them know it was God that saw us through. Amen. And we have to be prepared. We have to be prepared with a rhema right now, on time word, to bring them in. So what are we going to do? How are we going to handle it? How are we going to make room? How are we going to prepare our people? Are our people prepared for those that are coming for the new harvest? Yeah. You know, that that's an awesome question you, get, you asked me. Um, I believe one thing, and I want to be real careful how I say this, and I don't, it's hard sometimes not to offend people, you know, and I'm talking about for our listeners. Um, I believe the Lord is raising up within all of our ministries, a new generation that's hungry, that, that know what to do. And I'm starting now to look to the new people, you know, even the ones that you think don't know a lot or don't know all that. Um, those are the people they're like, okay, Pastor, what do I do now? What do I do now? All that kind of stuff. My, my, my. You know, and and you know, and and look for them because sometimes the people that's been there forever, and I'm not saying they're bad, but you know, there's you know, if they're not ready, the people that's been with you for years, and I say this with all due respect, if, if they're not ready now, I don't think they're going to be. Yeah, they're you know? comfortable. They're settled. They're settled. Yeah. So you know, I, look for the uh, new ones, and. Let's train them among along the way as the harvest is coming, because mm-hmm. uh, I believe we're in times of bishop of acceleration. I yes. truly do believe that. Yes, I truly believe we're in times of acceleration. You know, uh, you know, Amos said there's going to be a time that the that the reapers are going to overtake the sowers. That the moment that the seed before the seed even gets in the ground, the harvest is going to be there, and we're almost to that. In yes. Jesus' name, we're almost to that. And I, mean, I just released this. I yes. believe we're about to come also, and I, 
I just feel the anointing right now. We are yes. about also to come into a wealth transfer in the body of Christ. Yes, yes, we are. I truly do believe that. You yes, know, that. those that have been faithful, those that have been saying when it's going to be now, you know, God has been observing. God's been observing hearts. Those that got a kingdom heart, and y'all, y'all watch. We're about to see a transfer. Yes. I believe it's already beginning to happen now. That word was prophesied to me by a apostle in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, two weeks ago. Wow. That a wealth transfer was about to happen. He told me, he said, Bishop, get ready mm-hmm. because it's coming. It's coming your way. He said, you're going to be one of the recipients. And I received that word, so I received it again. That was the confirmation. There you go. I believe that those of us who have stayed the course and have not fallen short and have not given in to every wind of doctrine, Mm-hmm. And everything that looked like God, we are now going to begin to be partakers and see the manifestation of what God had promised us. Amen. And we are going to get what God has now Amen. prepared for us. Yes. Because all blessings are not going to be on the other side of glory. He Mm-mm. said it in his word. We're going to get some things on this side of glory. Absolutely. Well, he said your kingdom come now. Yes. You, 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 know, you know, we always think that. Religion has taught us that God's kingdom is futuristic, but actually it's now. It's now. You know, we're to pray, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes. So I, I'm with you. And, yes. and and that excites me. That was a confirmation. But I know that's about to happen. Amen. Amen. And you pastor a church also, Waco. And I heard you say you also um, oversee a church in Panama. Yes, ma'am. Tell us a little more about that work. Sure. Uh, it's a it's a, a son and daughter. When I say son and daughter, that was raised up in our house, and uh, you know those that you know they have our heart. You know, they, there's yes. we love everybody, but then there's some in in there. They they just they're a John to us. They just they just they got our heart. They got our DNA. You know, in the spirit. I don't know how else to say it. Yes, and, um, I understand. And, and they, you know, we had a Bible school in our church. They they went to the Bible school. Um, I called them in the office many times and had to speak correction. They got mad at me, but now they love me for it yes. and all that kind of stuff. And now they're they're doing an amazing job in Panama, it, it, just, just an amazing job. And they're in total lockdown. No one's even allowed to get outside the yes, house. I heard. Yeah, I heard. But the but we had such an amazing meeting last Wednesday through Zoom. You know, I mean, the, the prophetic was flowing and. God was doing mighty things, you know. So, so we're we're excited about that. We, my wife and I, flew to Panama. It's been about ten years to go help them uh, to found that church, and we placed him as the pastors there, and and they've been there ever since. They've been doing great. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And if nobody knows at this point, the president of Panama said that anybody that steps outside of their home, they will be shot mm-hmm. during this. Pandemic. I know I read it and I saw it on the news. Their lockdown is different from what we're experiencing. They face death. We have the choice to wear a mask or not. Mm-hmm. But they're still having service. They're still praising God. America, sometimes we are so ungrateful. Yes, ma'am. We are so selfish. And I need to say this because I've, I've said this for years. We used to sing, God bless America. But I want to ask America, when are we going to get back to blessing God? Mm, Come on. When are we going to get back to giving him our hearts? When are we going to get back to giving him praise? The glory that is due him. 
for everything that he has done for us. Yes. Because God has blessed this country. We are a world leader. And it's because of his grace and his mercy. Amen. We have choices that many other countries don't. And it's because we left from overseas. And I know, I know, yeah, I'm African-American. I know about slavery and all of that stuff. But this was a new world. And people came here to be able to have the choice of freedom to serve God. And now America's doing every and anything. America, we need to get back to serving God and putting him first. Some things happen because we have taken him out of his position of being first. Amen. When we put him back first, he'll begin to bless us again. Yes. I tell everybody, we have a prayer line three nights a week, Apostle. We wow. have Bible study. Since this pandemic has been going on, we have not gathered. And we have Bible study on Tuesdays. And I always say this before we end. God, we thank you for the blood of the Lamb being on our doorposts. That means that that evil will pass us by. Mm-hmm. And we just thank God for that. Yes. I want to ask the question. Is the blood of the lamb on your doorpost today? Amen. Give us some final words before we end, Apostle. Amen. And and you're so right. It's 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 all about the blood of Jesus. It will yes. never, never lose its power. And we need to get back to the blood. We need to get back to the cross. And I want to just re um repeat what Bishop said. We need to put God first again. We need to put God first. I I believe now I'm not I don't believe God sent the pandemic, but I believe he was He was dealing with people's hearts through this. Yes. And, uh, and, if, we're, and if we're still not seeking God, not, first it begins with the church. It's got to start with us, 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people. Yes. You know, you know, if we're making excuses about why we're not serving God or I don't have time, how can we expect the harvest to come? So, so... So like what you just said, the church has to do that first. We have to get back right. to loving him with all of our heart. That's and right. and and uh, and I really and I really believe that uh, I really believe that before before the coming of the Lord, we're about to see one more great outpouring of his power. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that. And no one's gonna be able to escape it. it it's gonna be in a, a mighty move of the Lord. Yes, and and I, that's what I hear in my spirit that the next thing's going to happen for the church, and I just want to leave that there. Amen. I want to tell you, thank you, Apostle, for being with us tonight. Thank you for having me. And I don't want to be judgmental. I just want to say I know that there are some people in America that are praying because mm-hmm. we're still here. That's right. And God answers prayer, but those of us, those that are not. Just turn your face to the Lord, like He said, Second Chronicles seven. If my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves mm-hmm. and pray and seek God's face. Turn from your wicked ways. God wants us to turn back to him. That's all he wants. Yes. I want to thank you for being with us tonight, City with the Soul, and our special guest, Apostle Patrick Riley. God bless you. This is Bishop Designate Brenda Wood Gordon. We want to tell you thank you for being with us. Have a good evening. You know the face of the city will get
This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.